hello and welcome to the Occult Calisthenics Podcast. And this is now episode 12. So we've been going for 12 weeks now. Unfortunately, we couldn't do last week's because uh, there's been a quite of a routine change. But we are going to try and give you as many podcasts as possible um, over the next coming weeks. Um, I can't really specify what I do, but where I work away, sometimes I can't really you know, sit down and do a podcast because I don't get to see Harry. But um, I will definitely do them as much as possible when I come back. So we're in that sort of phase now, guys. But I know I've got loyal listeners that like listening to the show. And we will go and give you shows as much as possible. And obviously, when I'm home, you'll get a proper consistent show each week. But that sounds pretty pretty straightforward there. But hopefully, you'll uh, be able to keep to that. And we'll deliver as best content as much as possible. Isn't that right, Harry? Yeah, 12, 12 weeks already. Yeah, That's 12 weeks. Though, it? Yeah, it is, it is. I remember the first time I said to Harry, going to do a podcast. You're like, you what? <laughs> I mean, but no, here we are. Um, we've done quite a few different topics. Yeah. Usually on the similar I sort of it, thing. I think it helps because, uh, as I said, the, the listeners are going up quite, quite, quite nicely. Mm. We had our so, uh, we had our heaviest number of listeners. Yeah. Uh, last last not last the week last but the weeks before yeah. last podcast we did, um, plus twenty listeners. We usually were hitting the number of like ten, twelve. So it is slowly building. Yeah, the Q and A was quite a good one. Yeah, it was. Questions it was. It was. It was. I mean, yeah, of course. If you've got any questions, listen to Harry, ask me, ask Harry, uh, message on Instagram posts or any Facebook posts, and uh, we shall definitely answer your question in every week's podcast. And if we don't do a podcast, I shall message and answer your question directly. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so Harry, how's your training going? How are you doing? Yeah, it's all good. Week, week nine. Week nine of the programme. So, uh, yeah, getting there. Only getting. three weeks away. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think the programme's helping. And... Uh, yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to pull my finger out and uh, get a new one ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I say the important thing with program. I mean, I don't mention it before, so just briefly, like as long as you stick to it, I think I think you will see results. Yeah, hundred percent. If you're a beginner, hundred percent. Like as I said to you, as we say every week, the podcast is available to the the podcast and the program is always available to you for your help. Yeah, and for for your needs. Uh, so if you want the program. You can get it today for only £10. That is literally all it is for muscle growth, fat loss and toning. Less than a pound a week. Less than a pound a week for men and women. So we've got Lucifer for men, we've got Lilith for women. And they're both designed to make you a strong person, uh, teach you elements of calisthenics that build and strengthen yourselves and strengthen your muscles and for the women, tone your body and aid the, f- the fat burning process. Um, and we've got select exercises that I think are perfect for you for shoulder development arm development leg development abdominals daily and also I provide uh, PTing and um, and personal training um, obviously right now that's a little bit uh, of a problem because obviously my job but when I'm home all access all ready for you to help you so occult calisthenics is for you and if you want to be a part of anything just DM us or message me on my posts and we shall get you started on whatever you want because on the on the personal training point it it's uh is it half an hour or is it an hour session i like to do an hour session because we do half an hour of physical training yeah and then like the next half hour is sort of like um you know uh, technique stuff okay um but if if you want half an hour and that's it and that's fine if you want half an hour of technique or if you want a full hour of technique 
I say our max, yeah. but whatever you want, I'll give you. You know, if 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 you're looking to do some strength stuff or some muscle growth stuff or some fat loss stuff or yeah. recovery, even even recovery and stretching, I'll take you in and we could do anything like that. Because we've had a couple of good sessions. We we have had a couple of really good sessions, and the the people that have been part of the sessions have really enjoyed it. Yeah. And um, as you said, Harry, you've seen nothing but results in the program. Yeah. So honestly, guys, I I wanna I wanna I wanna give you what I've got for you. And I want to see your body and your mind grow. That is what a cold cutter says is about the evocation of your power. Yeah. That is what it is. That is the that is the slogan. That is the yeah. that is the punchline. <laughs> and also, you get some good t-shirts as well. Mm. We'll bring that in there. So we've got we still got our unholy ones t-shirt for only four pound, designed by Dylan Crutchley. Uh, it's pretty cool. You've got a Grim Reaper on there, and it's yeah, it's a good design. It's a pretty good design. Um, if you're interested to find out what that T-shirt looks like, just go onto my actual Facebook account, Joseph Patrick Brady, and you'll see that it's on my Facebook cover. And um, I can get basically what will happen is you ask for a T-shirt, you put your deposit down, I'll design the T-shirt, get it sent to you, and then that's when you'll pay the money. Yeah. Once you've received the T-shirt. Um, but okay, so I suppose Harry. This week we're going to talk about a, kind of a, a difficult subject because I feel like this is something that deters a lot of people from actually doing training and when they kind of like hit the wall. I know we've kind of discussed plateaus, but this one to me isn't necessarily a plateau because you're still trying to improve. I think a plateau is when you've kind of stopped trying to improve and you're doing the same thing over and over again. This is completely different. This is a shortcoming on trying to hit PR or trying to improve yourself in some sort of way on a specific move and me and you have both suffered from this yeah we both try and hit prs yeah every time we go work out or yeah whatever. so uh yeah it can be a tricky one but um yeah obviously a lot, i find a lot of it's in the mentality it is it is i mean i've got quite a few points and you've probably got loads of points as well to add to it but i think for example you know you're trying to get heavier dips in or you're trying to do that new static move, or you're trying to get that new run time, or, um, and sometimes you're just you're so close, but you just can't get there, and you get to the point where you're like, am I ever going to get this? Yeah, you know I mean, and don't not to worry because we're going to talk you through some different ways on how you can actually help you overcome that PR. Yeah, you see what I mean? Yeah, which could lead to a plateau if you carry on the way you are, mm. which is even worse than trying to hit the shortcomings. See, I always say to myself, what's what's better or worse? Trying to consistently improve but not seeing any results or being in a plateau where you're literally just doing the same thing over and over again. They could be equally as heart disheartening yeah. and equally as difficult, but at least with the shortcoming, you're going somewhere. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. You're, you've still, you're still in the mentality of, I'm going to do that one day. Where the guy in the plateau is kind of like, eh, you know, I'm happy where I am. Or, I don't know how to improve. And the consistency. And the well, because consistency. It means that you're consistently working out and you're consistently looking to improve. Yeah. As you're in a plateau, that's when you can start getting to the point where you can, as you say, you get this heart and then you can stop going. Yeah, exactly. Stop working out. Exactly. And then you feel sorry for yourself and then yeah. you start eating bad and then that's then you're just in a whole... Downward spiral. Downward spiral. It all connects. Like, yeah. you know... Have you ever heard of the term the devil will grab when he needs to? Heard of that. It's an, it's an old expression. Basically, um, funny enough, using this as, a, as this term, considering for what we stand for at Cop yeah. Calisthenics, but basically what it means is that once you find that you're in a place where you're not improving, 
something will grab you and just pull you closer into that depression of not getting any better. Right. So, for example, as we've just said, say you've had a shit workout, yeah. you go home, you feel sorry for yourself, that's stage two. Then you see that like donut on the side or whatever, that's stage three. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then you've got that feeling of, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that. Feeling guilty, that's stage four. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then, and then, and then, like the next day, you wake up and you're still in that mentality, and it it just it's a consistent cycle, and that's what that means basically. He'll grab you when he fucking sees you struggling, and he'll just pull you through, you know, and he'll pull you closer. You see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So the the term devil can be used as the adversary. That's what I mean. So it's the adverse way of you improving has got you in its net. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it. And I think identifying the first stage to a shortcoming and understanding you're not you're not your 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 shortcomings are are consistently getting worse or consistently staying stagnant yeah. you need to understand that that sort of mentality of you know feeling sorry for yourself and that is coming yeah yeah you know I mean yeah. so you, you kind of need to stay away from that or you kind of need to go through that to once you've snapped out of it yeah. You fucking shine. Yeah, because see what I'm saying. It's, it's, when you mentioned about snapping out of it, because it can be hard to get out of. It can once be. You're in it. Yeah. But um, I say as long as you. And again, we spoke about this. I think the last podcast, maybe the podcast before. Yeah. About the end goal. As long as you have the end goal in mind. Yeah, exactly. And consistency. Yes, then exactly. You, oh, it should be comfortable putting yourself out of that. Exactly. To be honest, because as I say every, everyone goes through it at some point. Yes. No matter what athlete you are. Yeah. No matter what you're doing. You, you know, twenty years or yeah. ten years or whatever, eventually you will you will you, get to that point. You're going to constantly need to strive to improve. Yeah. I mean, I look back at my training through the years and I look back at like, say, before me and you trained together and I used to think I was the shit. Yeah you know I mean? Yeah. And now look at me. Yeah. I, I still think my workouts are amazing, you know, because I've but I reckon in five years time I'm gonna look back at myself and think why the fuck did I used to do that? Yeah. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Cuz my knowledge is progressively getting better. And it is through shortcomings and plateaus and feeling sorry for myself and going into those spirals that have actually caused me to become who I am today cuz yeah. sometimes you do need it. But this is what we're going to be getting onto our first point which is consistency, funny enough. You kind of read my mind there. <laughs> um is that when it's 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 identifying when that's going to happen, and it's and it's basically making yourself pull out of it. Yeah. As you said, Harry, and as we know, some people get into that mentality and never come out of it. I think because we trained we trained together for a while. Yes. And obviously trained together now. Mm. We can, but I think having someone you can work out with actually helps you as well. Yeah. Pull out of it because then it's always the old saying that whenever you know if you if you got if you set up a, a time to go to the gym, and then it gets near and you, you want to sort of pull out and not go that same night because mm-hmm. you've had a long day at work or whatever then you almost don't want to let that other person down no so it's almost like you're pushing each other yeah. and the other person will try and push you yeah because there's been times where we've booked you know we, we've said we're going to go to the gym at 7 o'clock at night yeah and I've thought I can't bother yeah but and obviously we talked to each other and eventually you got in there and you've loved yeah, it you, once, you, and it's like, once you're in there yeah it's, it's, it's the, I think as I say I think having a partner will, will help you that is great I mean exactly 100% so uh, we shall get onto that because that kind of adds on to the first first point of how to overcome shortcomings, which is yeah. consistency. Yeah. First things first, how consistent are you going to the gym? How yeah. how consistent are you trying your best to to improve yourself? Yeah. And are you 
looking to focus on that one element like one day a week and you're thinking oh I'm not getting anywhere yeah and like are you like you know you know for example you want to do pull-ups you want to learn how to pull up but you know pull-ups are hard and painful yeah so you put off that's it yeah yeah I mean or you do it once a week you try to do a pull-up once a week one set a week yeah and you think you're gonna get no like the first hour of my workout was pull-ups different styles of hanging on a bar yeah. yeah, I mean, and it's became that way because I was scared of doing them. Yeah, and I didn't want to do them because they were fucking painful. But then learning to be comfortable with them through engaging myself in them and going to war with them. That's it. Yeah, I mean, you get used to it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can do a lot more than me. Yeah, but I'll still get up there. You and, still fucking do it. And, yeah, and, and and do it even though, as I said, you know, it's painful. But it's it's what how you feel at the end of it. Mm. It's, and about again the PR side of it if you, if you can only do 8 pull ups yeah then you strive for 9 yes I, so I think I think when it comes to shortcomings in the gym and sort of not hitting your targets comes from two mentalities with the consistency side of things yeah you consistently don't want to feel the pain of of doing that hard exercise it's going to get you stronger yeah or you consistently find yourself in a mental block of having this feeling of I cannot physically do it. You know what I mean? I think, in a way, those sort of go hand in hand. Yeah, they do. If, you, if you're in a mentality, if you think you can attack it, because mm. your body's not meant to go through all, all that. No. It's not, you know, it's not supposed to. No. But obviously, do it. Yeah. And if you think you can attack it, and then, again, the progressive overload comes in, you think you can PR it this week, then... You, you'll, you'll get on the Yeah, it. exactly. But cool. if you're in that mentality of, I can't physically do it, then you probably won't. No. Because when you're halfway up that pull-up, you'll probably go back down again. Exactly. Or like, you'll get to a point where you're like, ah, oh, this is the, this is the, the hard bit, yeah. and then without you knowing, you, you, you subconsciously fucking drop off the bar. That's it, yeah. You know I mean, now, again, this is where, where you came to your point with the partner. This is where the partner comes into it. Yeah. How many times me and you go on exercise and you'd be like, fucking push, push, push. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. Right? And, just hearing that words yeah. sometimes can help. Yeah. Now, we are strong enough and mentally f- strong enough to train on our own and yeah. push ourselves yeah. because of the way we are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where there are some people, which is not a problem, it's just the way they are, the way they train yeah. at that, that this current period where they need someone else to guide them and to help them yeah. to push through it. And, and those people are more people that probably are better with people, you know? They're more socially adapted. Yeah. They they like teamwork. They probably they probably involve themselves with people a lot more. Yeah. And I feel like there is a lot of a bit there is a big emotional element to training. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean? 100%. Where me and you are kinda of like the people that, you know, we like training with people but only select people yeah. who we choose to who we trust. Yes. Don't like fucking about. No. Yeah, I mean, we're not fucking sat there laughing, joking, talking with you. Like, no. fucking fuck off with that shit. No. Yeah, you know I mean, we're you going. Wouldn't, you wouldn't even think we were friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we think we fucking hate each other. <laughs> Go in there, you fucking start, you fucking put your phone away, and that's yeah, it. That's it. And then until you fucking finish, your phone comes up. And again, the phone on the phone thing. Yeah. You know, again, that can that can ruin it. That can ruin it. Yeah, exactly. Once you once you you know, mm. interest in your phone. Yeah. You look at it, and then five minutes later, you still your phone. Exactly. This is all. This is all elements of consistency. Yes. When it comes to shortcomings. The distractions, yeah. the pain you feel, not having the right motivations, yes. doing it wrong, doing the wrong form. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you aren't consistent, 
consistently training these, all of these you're never gonna see happening. Yeah. See what I mean? Okay. Like like for example, consistency can be bad and good. It consistent to me, consistency is a yin yeah, is is a yin and yang. Yeah. Like you can be consistently shit or you can be consistently brilliant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for example, if you're consistently doing the bad form, yeah. you ain't ever gonna fucking get anywhere. And you're gonna sit there, yeah, but I'll keep doing it, I'll keep doing it, I'll keep doing it. And I'll never get anywhere. It's because you're not fucking doing it right. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, but if, you, if you're if you sat there thinking, right, looking at yourself, I know it sounds silly, but looking at yourself in the mirror, because sometimes it does take that, mm. and thinking, right, I'm just going to watch the way I fucking do this. Yes. If I see my forms off, yeah. I'm going to find out how and why. Yeah. Then that guy who wants to get stronger yeah. will go on YouTube and watch it. That's it, Watch yeah. his videos yeah. and look on the internet or read books, or ask other people in the gym that he sees doing those exercises perfectly and going, how do you do that? Well, the guy whose consistency is shit will consistently do the same movement over and over again and blame everyone else. You know what I mean? I think having bad form isn't a bad thing because it means you are doing it. Yeah. But you need to... Because it it can also help you having bad form because then eventually, as you say, when you do research it, you'll... Be one step ahead one of someone who hasn't done it. Yeah, exactly. And you'll be so, able to aid those people yeah. in, in the form control yeah. through your consistent pattern of... I mean, your pull-ups when they first started. You were all swinging diet. and yeah. knees and arms the same. Exactly. Everyone yeah. is the same. Yeah. But, like, it's when it's when you don't sit there and say to yourself, these are shit, they need to change. Yeah, you know same, I mean? same with a, a bicep curl. Exactly. If you're back bending, what's the point? Yeah, exactly. Stop. This This is why... This is why consistent it's consistency as the first point is a weapon that yeah. you can use for either good or bad. Yeah, you know I mean, like form comes into play with calisthenics quite a lot because they actually do fucking aid your performance. That's the be or an end of be or not be or an end all really with yeah. every exercise. Like for example, if I was if I wanted to do a muscle up, yeah, and I didn't have that momentum to fucking help my do if I didn't if I wasn't improving myself on the old you know muscle up doing doing the correct form or trying yeah. to do the correct form and if I was trying to even work on explosive pull ups but I was doing them shite yeah. I ain't gonna get to there there's no point yeah. and then I'm gonna be like why can't I do it it's because my form is shite you know yeah. and again as we talked before distractions as well yes you, know, you may be consistently distracted when you try to do it that may be things in the gym, your friends, or your mental, your head. Or yeah. you get, and this is again, and this can be a spiral, which will go on to our next point. And I think if you're a constant listener, you may know what point we're going to talk about. Um, but I, it's the distraction side of it. If, yeah. If, if, if you have someone, you have someone phone you on, all the time. Yeah. Then eventually you're going to want to answer it. Yeah. Which is distract you. Yeah. Or say if you've got friends in the gym that yeah. that aren't. As dedicated as you, that yeah, you, that can be a struggle. And exactly. also, if you've got outside worries going on, if you don't yeah. clear your head, yeah, and you've got outside worries going on, you're not going to perform at your best. Yeah, and cleaning your head can help. I mean, if you do a quick warm up, yeah, warm up. Yeah. If you listen to music or find something that pumps you before you go in the gym, if you stop taking supplements, I know you like to meditate. Meditate, yeah, meditate. If you stop taking supplements that make you fucking rage, yeah. That that can that can actually affect your mood and can make you perform worse. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, if you take clean pre's like coffee or an orange, it's not gonna psych you up. So then suddenly your brain's gonna start fucking wiring. Yeah. See, what I mean, that's what I found a problem. That's why I find a problem with them. 
Because I feel like even though they're designed to fucking pump you, they 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 also have the fucking worse effect. Yeah, because you because say like you had an argument with your girlfriend or whatever, you take pre-workout. Are you a going to be angry about that argument or are you going to be calm about that argument because you just took pre-workout? Yeah. You're gonna be fucking pumped on oh, that bitch. I don't see when he did that. Yeah, yeah, and then and then that is gonna be that is gonna be your fucking power. Yeah. And then soon, what's gonna happen is you're gonna go in the gym, you're gonna work out, angry at your missus or your your boyfriend or whatever, and yeah. you slowly you're gonna burn out because you're not angry at him anymore. That's it. Where's your motivation gone? Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, your motivation should be your clear head, should be your clear mind saying the motivation should be you. And you only attacking that equipment. And if and if you do have to be angry when you go in go in a gym, mm. as we always say, use your anger to channel that anger channel into anger. your yeah. into your workout. And don't and don't and don't focus on the thing that's made you angry. Yeah. Turn it into something else. Yeah. Like I, I sometimes like to visualise like scenarios in my head. Yeah. You know? Or like kind of I work or like vis I, I kinda like allow my brain to like go a bit mental, like go a bit wild, like when I'm listening to music. Um, so like I'm listening to Black Sabbath yeah. I'll think of something that's related to the song I'm listening to that will help me to visualise what the song's trying to tell me so I'm focused on the music yeah. I'm not distracted by anything else like home time or the next exercise or anything like that and I can yeah. literally just focus on doing that exercise yeah. and I'll move on to the next one that's you know yeah. um, so again consistency consistently getting distracted consistently not getting distracted Consistently eating well, consistently not eating well, consistently going to the gym with the right people or the wrong people. I think it ties in a lot with mentality. It does, it does. Mentality and consistency is probably our top points for this because because hitting regular PRs require good consistency with good habits, yeah. you know? Which kind of leads me on to our next point, which is rest and recovery and sleep and nutrition. If we we'll say this again, we won't go too much onto this topic because we we all know this. Like to cover yeah, we we'll cover it a lot. Yeah, but it's it's needed. It's needed. Yeah, because a lot of people still don't know. No. If you're constantly hammering yourself in the gym every day, doing bicep curls every day, and you're looking to hit that PR, how the fuck are you gonna get heavier? You you you've, you've impaired yourself. Yeah. You need that seventy two hours to rest. Same same analogy as if you want to do a hit your PR on a. A ten k, for example. Yeah. But you run it every day. Yeah. You're not gonna. You're not. You're gonna gradually get worse. Yeah. Because you, you're gonna get worse because you because your body's got used to it. Your, well, your body. Yeah. Your body's actually overworked. Overworked. You're used to it. Overworked. And and kind of your 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 excitement for it goes away. So yeah. you're not excited. You're not. You're not feeling because you're. Oh fuck it! I've got to do that again. I That's used it, yeah. to be that bloke. I used to be yeah. that guy. I used to go to the gym every day. Every yeah. day without fail. Do the same thing every day without fail. Yeah. See no improvement. Yeah, I was quite good. Look good. Muscular size, yeah. But I wasn't fucking strong. My form was shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I'm. I may have endured a lot, as I said before, but in terms of skill and getting better each week, well, nah. You can regress a bit, can't you? In yeah. Terms, I, terms, I, again, form can you can cut corners. Yeah. If you go every day. Yeah. You know, do the same things. It gets probably can. I became rather weak, and I and I needed to understand that actually the three day workout week. Yeah. Three day intense work is the best way. Yeah. That's why I put it on the program. For PRs, it definitely. For PRs, definitely. And if you're looking to improve and get PRs every time, which is why we train, yeah. then I guarantee you, if you're a bloke that's working out four days a week, six days a week, seven days a week, five days a week, stop. Yeah. Just give the three day workout week a try. Yeah. 
split it up for the week, do some basic cardio in between the days, do a little bit of abs if you want, some stretching, yeah. walking, but have three intense days where you just hit it. Yeah. And if you're working on hitting a PR, I guarantee you'll get it within the first week. Yeah, I mean, if you just change it slightly. Yeah. Um, which again, which is the second point, which is probably the most important, as I say, recovery. Have you got anything you want to add to that, Harry, on that one? Onto the... Onto the, with the second point of recovery and rest in between. And I, say, I know you said it before, but the, the muscle, isn't, that, isn't it 42 hours? If it, for muscle to actually repair. If 40, 42 hours to muscle to repair and it's 72 hours for the whole like sort of immune system to recover from, from the stress. Right. So the muscle will be repaired. But if you want to progress completely, yeah. 72 hours is the best. The recovery, but stretching is one of the most important things you can do. Yeah, stretching can aid the recovery. Yeah. So that's why I do it. Obviously, it reduces the lactic acid in your body. Yeah. And then obviously having the enough nutrition nutrition you know yeah. like if you're a if you're in a bulk phase just go slightly above your 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 your, your, your maintenance intake you don't have to eat fucking loads because that's how you get fat yeah i mean that's why nutrition is important because if you look at mm. if, if you look at professional athletes mm. like real top level athletes mm. like footballers or whatever the ones that go till their late 30s sometimes like 40s their nutrition is off the charts yeah and some of them are still at the highest level because their nutrition is top notch. What keeps them going? Yeah. Otherwise, your body breaks down. Yeah. Simply. Exactly. Like they, you probably find they eat a lot of superfoods. We've superfoods, spoken about that yeah, before. 100%. Berries, beetroot, celery, spinach. Yeah. For the main that they are, they are my go-to. So I don't probably eat anything else other than that, and I'm fine. And you can go again. You, you can you can make them less boring. If you put a lot of berries into a bowl, you might find it a bit boring. Yeah. Um, add some cream not. to it. Add, add some, yeah. yeah. Put it in a smoothie. Add some yeah. milk to it. Whatever. Do you know? Make it into a bit of a exactly see again in a way I could have called this podcast consistency because again to improve you need consistent nutrition and if your nutrition is bland and boring like just eggs yeah or just berries yeah you know like we're not fucking medieval no like there is such thing as fucking recipes yes I mean but they're healthy recipes yeah. You no, know, we don't need to eat, live like fucking peasants. You know. <laughs> yeah. You can make your food interesting because I tell you what, if you make your food healthy but interesting, that is what's gonna consistently help you look forward to. You know, I love the taste of my smoothie I make. I love the taste of my turkey burgers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I make them fucking. I make them different. I'm not and just a good. A good one for protein actually. Yeah. Because you said bison. Bison. Yeah, yeah, bison. I mean, I've tried bison twice. And I did really like bison, but like if you're got if you're a person who's sick of like chicken, yeah, or sick of beef, yeah, you don't have to just have chicken and beef. Yeah, that's you nice. can have mince, you can have lamb, you can have there's so many different things. fish. Yeah, you know I mean switch it up so you don't have to just live off like chicken and beef. That's why I mentioned the bison because some yeah. people haven't heard of it. I've heard of bison, but it's and another you can top. Mix it up. Yeah, like if you're listening, if you're listening in America, you probably likely you are probably have a lot of access to bison. So go fucking buy some bison. You know what I mean? Venison, also. Venison, yeah, exactly. Or if you're vegan. Sorry, you know, there's a lot, I know there's a lot of people that kind of don't like to eat meat these days, you know, because of, of you know, say, environmental fat, values or they literally just don't like to eat it. Yeah. Um, there's so many different recipes you can you probably found out that you can make for, for vegan protein. You know, you don't have to just stick to beans and 
vegan alternatives like corn mince. You know, you can make it a bit more interesting if you want. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's completely up to you. Yeah, 100%. But if, if you're a guy that's bland with his nutrition and is kind of, you know, getting sick of his nutrition, which is also going to reduce your performance to getting your PR that you're working to get, then just look at what your nutrition you got, stick to the same things you like, but just make it a bit better. You know? As long as you're in a fucking deficit if you're looking to lose weight, as long as you're getting a slight calorie surplus to build muscle, it doesn't matter. Yeah. As long as you're getting your essentials in. Yes. You know what I mean? We like to talk about this every podcast. Every podcast without fail we talked about this. Because we need people to know yeah. that's so important. Yeah, definitely. You know? And again, Harry, I don't know if you're the same, but like we don't want to see anyone seen off. And if we and if we've missed something, because yeah. someone's listened to this episode and started and missed something, we want to cover all basics. Uh, yeah. yeah. But just on the point of um swimming on site to the actual breaking PRs. Mm. Um I remember when I was trying when I was trying to break sub eight minutes on a mile and a half. Mm. And I was training my own, I couldn't just couldn't break that eight minutes. And uh we started training together quite mm. a lot and um we were doing a lot of circuit training, mm. hit training, mm. etc. And the next time I went on training I did a mile and a half, I think I hit about seven fifty. Yeah. So which 10 seconds is quite a lot when you get down to that sort of level. Yeah. So, in terms of actually breaking the PRs, it's, as long as you can mix up your workouts as well. Oh, yeah. To the point where it's actual... If you're, if you're going for speed in a run, for example, if you can do a lot of hit training, mm. circuit training, constantly keeping your heart rate going, mm. um, then, I, then yeah, you, you look at breaking Exactly. PRs, definitely. Which is, which is probably the next point which I was going to go on to, which, again, Harry's reading my mind tonight. He's got he's got some good fucking points here. Um, is that if you're struggling to hit a PR, as you just said, switch up your training and do things to aid the PR you're looking to do. It, yeah. Like, for example, if you're looking to lift heavy, yeah. one rep max of heavy, work up to it with progressive overload, with yeah. different exercises that require. Do exercises that strengthen your shoulders. Pull-ups, press-ups. Shoulder Shrugs, shoulder yeah. presses, dips. Even, even press-ups. Yeah, press-ups. And then go on to try to do that PR. Maybe you're just constantly just doing the same move every time and you're not getting any better because you're not involving isolation. Yeah. You're not, you're not, you're not involving the, 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 the power of what your whole shoulder may hold, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, for example, maybe if you're looking to do a, a, a deadlift but your shoulders are giving out or your grip's giving out, okay, well, what have you been doing to train your grip? Hang on a bar. I think, I think that's yeah. important as well. People forget yeah. about is yeah. the grip hang on bars yeah. a lot of people can't hang on to it for long because they haven't trained their grip, grip. Bar. yeah exactly and the reason why a lot of people struggle with hitting PRs with, with dumbbells or bars or because uh, most of these guys probably listen to this do yeah. curl and yeah. lift lots yeah. of weights it's because their arm their hands are giving out from the from the, from the stress of holding it because yeah. their grip isn't trained Yeah, like grip especially in calisthenics grip I mean look at my hands I mean I know you can't see it on the camera but <laughs> they are absolutely covered in pretty calluses yeah. they're pretty torn that is because I've consistently trained my grip to be strong, yeah. you know? And yeah, there are some very painful elements like having to rip bits of skin off your arm and having to put up with that, but that's just, that's just one of the things that you're going to have to put up with. Yeah, I mean, you could sugarcoat it, but that is, that is genuinely how... How it works. Yeah. I remember when I was in the gym bleeding with half my skin ripped off after I did a 25-kilogram <laughs> pull-up because I wanted to do a 25-kilogram pull-up because I wanted to get stronger. It must be that's never happened to me. Yeah, and it, I've got to say, it was rather horrible and painful, and I wish it didn't happen, but it's part of the process. Yeah. Sometimes you've got to take a little bit rough of the smooth. Yeah, the same way if you're looking to get faster running, as Harry mentioned before, but you don't like doing jump rope, or you don't like doing 
hit training or if you find it training, circuit training, training if yeah. you find it because it's it's killing your lungs or yeah. your legs yeah. doing the things you don't like is what make was what makes you stronger that's it yeah 100 you know? 100 people again it's a hard trigger people which people don't like to hear yeah at the end of the day so yeah so what we have covered nutrition and recovery consistency and switching up the training now I would say probably one of the most important points again for for PRs and um, getting better is variety and logging. Yeah. Logging very quickly. Now, sometimes you may think you're improving, but you have no way to prove it to yourself. Yeah. Could forget. As well. So say you can hit twenty kilograms on a dumbbell curl one week and the next week you hit 22s and the next week you hit 24s but then suddenly you go back to 20 again because you can't remember what weight you did before you're, you're degressing yeah. so it's good to have in your book written down what say Monday upper body I did 20 kilogram dumbbell presses Monday week 2 date I did 22 kilogram dumbbell presses so 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 yeah. so so with your little book, probably a lot of people do log their shit, but with that book you can you can you can see your progress and you see the numbers and it starts to get satisfying. I like it. Yeah. I mean, when you see the numbers go down, when you see the numbers go up, and you see you've got that nice neat little book where you can script for yourself. Oh, four weeks ago, I'm going to do nineteen kilograms on that, now I'm going to do fucking twenty six. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. That makes you excited. It makes yeah. you good. Don't try hit PRs without a record of it. Yeah. And um, the other thing is with variety. If say if you've hit a plateau on dumbbell curls, and you're looking to get a PR on dumbbell curls, change the dumbbells to, I don't know, a barbell, a barbell, yeah. or do some headbangers, yeah, or do some do some bicep curls. Yeah. I mean, no, sorry, uh, uh, chin ups, chin ups, yeah. You know, um, it can be a resistance machine. Resistance machine. See, it does as long as it's working the muscles the same way. It can be a different exercise to improve, yeah. sort of, functionality. Getting yourself used to different equipment, just making you more versatile, and it gives you a bit more of a challenge. Because yeah. then, what you might find is by doing other exercises, you might think, "Oh, right, I might have to get another PR on this." So, look, you got six chin ups for your first go. The next week, you're gonna try hit eight. Yeah. You know, and then that will aid with you, and then you feel good, you feel great because you hit your eight, and then you pick those fucking dumbbells up and manage to fucking curl sixes yeah. on twenty two kilograms. Yeah. Works hand in hand. 100%. It really does. And also, just going back on the logging, that can help with, again, the consistency side. It can help with, you actually want to go back and yeah. to the gym or whatever and do it's the motivation. Because, yeah, the motivation side of it. Because if you if you can see numbers actually going up, yeah, or if you're running numbers going down, yeah, then you consistently want to want to keep going. And exactly. Break, break the PRs. So. Exactly. See, because Harry, you probably know this, but what I do is every week, every Sunday, it's the big run, it's the big right day. Yes. And I, I have a list of PRs that I want to hit that week from the previous week. I look through the week, and I say, right, I've done that, that, and that. But there's t- say there's one I haven't done, that will be this now this week's PR. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll add different ones. So say like I've written down say, Sunday last week I wrote down this week I'm going to be able to do twenty five kilogram dips. Uh, within the week I've done twenty five kilogram dips. On Sunday I'll then write down. This week I'm going to do 32 kilogram dips. But say I ask for 10 front levers and all week I haven't been able to do 10 front levers, that will still say 
stay 10 front levers. Yes. You see what I mean? Yeah. But I, I'm picking elements that I say are important to me uh, and then I shall turn them into actual challenges and tasks that need to be completed so I can see where, where I've written down what needs to happen this week. Yeah. You see what I mean? I mean, I've seen, I've seen your logs and they are pretty detailed. Mm. So <laughs> They take forever to write your own. Yeah. You know I mean, they do take forever and to me, logging is like the worst part of it. So the last thing I want to do is start writing all my stuff in a book, but it's a necessary evil. Again, it needs yeah, to happen. And, and again, if you want to, if you want to stay motivated, then again, you might have to get motivated to do logging. Yeah. But the bottom line is, it will help, especially especially if you're a if you're a beginner. Yeah. Looking. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, logging be any level as long as you're looking to improve. Logging yeah. does is like it can be a key element. And you don't you don't have to log like me. You don't have to be like no, mad, don't. detailed, <laughs> detailed stuff like you can just you just write. I did like write dumbbell curls. 20 how many sets of reps done that's it yeah you know yeah. that's the thing it can be as neat or messy as possible whatever you're happy with you know whatever whatever you're happy with whatever makes you feel like you're improving yeah 100% um so we've covered consistency we've covered the recovery we've covered logging and versatility we've also covered how to you know recover properly with the correct nutrition Mixing up the training. Mixing up your training. Um, logging. Logging. There was one more point I wanted to come up with, and I think it's quite an important point when it comes to kind of improving yourself. Is ah right now this is this is n- not really advice, but this is something that I do to 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 hit a PR. Now, it could be the way you're training. Like, this is my theory on people that start say, you're looking to lift heavy. Mm. Now, I know this sounds crazy, but to some people are like, what, why does he do this? But I do this. So I always go for my heavier set first, as you know. Yeah. Because if I'm looking to hit a PR, that PR is going to be within my first set because I want to summon all the energy I have yes. to focus on that first set, doing that first PR, the heaviest I can go because yeah. that's where the PR is coming in. Yeah. What was the point of doing two sets of lighter weight than your heavier weight, wearing yourself out to go to your third set going, I'm going to hit a PR here, but you've just done two sets. That's it. So you're yeah. fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? And on your th- yeah, I mean, and only thirds, I don't understand why people do that. They start like, I don't understand, oh yeah, I'm going to do warm up and all this sort of thing. But you should be warmed up already. Yeah. By doing a, a proper warm up. You know? Yeah. Like, you don't need to do a warm up on every set. Yeah, I mean, just go in there, fucking pick up the heaviest, make sure your form's great, fucking rip it, put it down, and you, there's your PR. That's Move it, on yeah. to the next one. Yeah. Always do your hardest variation or start with the heaviest weight first, then go down. Because because that's where the PR comes in. It's that style of training that helps. I like to call it reverse, well, it is called reverse pyramid training. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Harry, you said you'd do it now and you said it's fucking better than anything else. It is, yeah, 100%. Because... Again, on the muscle growth side of it, it is well. It is muscle growth and endurance. Yeah. Because you're constantly going at it. Yeah. So, and as you say, it's a common mistake people make. Yeah. Because as you say, you do you do weigh yourself out when it comes to hitting the heavier weights. Yeah. And if you do go backwards, then yeah, you hit your PR. And, and now it's you just two. Your session. Now, yeah, as I said, so like your PR could be like the six rep range yeah. for strength. Yeah. Then you pick up a weight, you can curl. Do your t- muscle growth set, yeah. and then you put that down. You do your endurance set. Yeah. So you're hitting all elements of of growth. You're hitting your endurance. You're hitting your strength. You're hitting your muscle growth. Where 
if you were to do it the other way around, would you really be hitting all those ranges? Because imagine if you can only do two reps in your last set of your heaviest weight. That's not done anything. That's not achieved anything. Yeah. You know. Um, I, think, I think endurance is best. I think it's best to finish up probably on endurance. Yeah, hundred percent. Because then you really burn the muscle out, and you've yeah. got that nice pump, and you move on to the next one. Yeah. Hundred percent. Definitely. And that goes not just for arms. It goes for chest. Anything. Everything, and even not just weights. It can be press ups. Different doing different types of press ups. And if you follow my page, if you follow my Facebook page. You'll see that there's plenty of videos there to help you with that. And on the occult calisthenics. And on the occult calisthenics page, you can find all that. Yeah. Well, I suppose, Harry, that kind of wraps up today's episode. Good old, good old forty minutes there. Yeah. And uh, as I said, guys, sorry we weren't here last week, but I promise you that will change. And uh, before I go, just want to say, if my beautiful girlfriend is listening, Chelsea, I love you very much. And uh, everyone, come down to Lone Valley Kennels if you want to get your dog boarded. And uh, if you're going on a holiday, because holiday season's coming up soon, or if you just need someone to look after the dogs for now, Lone Valley Kennels is brilliant. Real good service there. A lot of loyalty there. Very nice, well-looked-after kennels, and your dog will be definitely well-treated. Um, and you can check out my girlfriend's animal page called Chelsea Animal Madness on Facebook and Instagram. And I suppose that wraps up the show. Definitely. Well, Harry, until next week. Yeah.